Welcome to the Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Friday, August 22nd, 2014. Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my remote co host today, Rye Walker. Awesome. Uh, we do full-time meteor work at differential.io. You can check us out there. Uh, you can also find the podcast on Twitter slash meteor podcast, and you can find us at meteorpodcast.com. Uh, and give us some iTunes reviews if you love the show. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so this week we are talking about meteor Cordova support, which I'm super excited about. Uh, async and sync in JavaScript, tracking down performance bottlenecks in Node with Meteor, why you shouldn't wait for Meteor 1.0, and bootstrapping with Meteor.js. So we'll dive into it. So last night was a dev shop. Did you watch the dev shop at all, right? Not yet. It's on my to-do list for this weekend, though. So uh, I did send out an email to our, our dev list about watching the Cordova video. Uh, it'll, the link will be in the show notes. Uh, but it was one of the, the longer presentations. Uh, Slava and Matt Abersfield, I believe is his last name. He's an intern there right now uh, on loan from MIT. And he has been working with Slava to get Cordova integrated as like a first-level kind of package uh, inside like the build system of Meteor. And so now you'll be able to say uh, Meteor build iOS, and if you've got the Xcode stuff installed, it'll actually just compile your uh, your app into a, a Cordova-based native iOS app. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. <laughs> How did, did you uh, did you make one today? I haven't yet, but I'm I'm kind of curious to to try making one because um like I I watching the video I was really impressed with what they did make they made a little like uh, location photo attachment app so you could like take a picture it would know where it was taken and then it would like drop a pin on the map with that picture in it oh. and it it looked awesome and then they have uh, the great thing is they have hot code push support so like when you update the app apparently it uses local storage and it'll download an updated version of the app and keep it in local storage and run off that version instead of the like the older code that was natively installed with yeah. the app so that's like super interesting right yes that is very cool i i uh i think i have no excuse now not to start that meteor uh, slash mobile native app. <laughs> I was using the excuse that you know it wasn't very well tied together yet. You know that it was uh, just still still a little too messy to invest time in. But I, uh, it's time to go. Yeah, it's go time. Yeah, I agree. And the interesting thing too is they, um, I believe they have. I'll pull up Crater while I'm talking here. I believe they have uh, support for like all the native Cordova packages. So you're going to be able to just pull in any Cordova package that you want uh, as like as part of a Meteor package. So we can start building like little snippets of functionality and packages 
that use Cordova. And then if you go try to compile for, you know, the iOS or the Android platform, it'll do the right thing, which is it's really kind of crazy. Yeah. It is good stuff. Yeah. I'm super excited about this. Like, all of a sudden we go from, like, you know, the, the champion cry for Meteor up to this point has always been... You know, we we do real time stuff out of the box. You know, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, "Oh, it's good for rapid prototyping. It's good for, you know, doing real time uh, reactionary stuff." Well, now it's good for doing easy mobile integration too. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Let the games begin. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, um, uh, post on the Discover Meteor blog, uh, Tom Coleman. Um, here are some of the words in this uh, blog post. Sync, async, single-threaded, callback hell, fibers. Uh, what else we got here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> blocking, synchronous. Hey, they, these words make a lot of people scared. You know, there's a lot of, um, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, I guess if you're, especially if you're new to JavaScript or new to Meteor, um, some people say Meteor is synchronous. And they think, well, that's really horrible. Why would they bastardize Node to be synchronous? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, I've, I've I've definitely heard that before. Yeah, yeah. And so then it's like, no, it's synchronous style. Oh, well, that's a nuance. What's synchronous style mean? Synchronous style means on the server that you write code that looks like it's um, just all, you know, you don't have to put all the callback depth. You know, you literally just like put one thing on top of the other and, and behind the scenes meteor slash the fibers library is holding each of those lines until the next one. And you know, until it completes, but not completely blocking everything. It's, it's sticking it back into a, uh, into a fiber and waiting for things and everything works as you would like it to work. Um, it just basically makes the coding style a little bit simpler on the server. So, there's a ton more in this article talking about this, and this is part one of, uh, sounds like maybe a multi-part series of posts, but um, uh, it's really good. They, they explain how, how Meteor is working on both the client and the server related to synchronicity. Yeah, and I love the, the picture of uh, <laughs> an early depiction of Node.js called ah, Michael. Yes, 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 yes. What is that? Is that like Dante's Inferno or something? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's really funny, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but no, you know, I thought this was a, a great article because he, like, Tom not only talks about, uh, a little bit about, like, how things are set up in Meteor and Node, but he also talks about, like, why JavaScript is asynchronous and how the br- browser handles that as well. Because I think there's like, there's layers of nuance in here. Like as you get into Meteor, you've got, uh, you know, in the server, the goal is to make everything kind of synchronous style, but then you still have this kind of client server RPC architecture, which is completely asynchronous. And so, um, and there's, there's no way to solve that in the browser. There's no way to say, like, I need to wait on something. So, uh, And that's why I think the reactive side of things in the client is so important because, you know, there, there is no synchronicity. Is that how you mm-hmm. say it? Mm. So, sure. Uh, yeah, but great article. Like, I'm very much looking forward to the next ones on this one. Yep, it's good. I literally just clicked tweet on the article. Yeah. Good article, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Tom Tom wrote it, and then I was asking Sasha, like, 
did you put in all the pictures? Because these are kind of funny pictures. And he's like, yeah, I, I did all the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Team effort. Nice work, guys. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, all right. So the next one, more percolate. Percolate all the time. Um, tracking down performance bottlenecks in Node.js with Meteor. Uh, this was, we were actually there when Tom and Matt were talking about this problem, uh, hanging out. Uh, before DevShop, I think it was, uh-huh. and they decided that they were going to contract like some top-end Node people to come in and take a look at, you know, uh, I think it was Chris Mather was there too, and uh, Evented Mind was having some trouble with slowdowns, and then Atmosphere started doing it as well, and so they they decided to bring in Strongloop, and this article is all about how they tracked down the specific problem that was happening uh, with Atmosphere and Invented Mind that was causing it to kind of just basically stop responding. And uh, it looks like, from what I gleaned, the uh, the MongoDB driver disabled a fail-safe to silence a warning message. And uh, that, that was added in version 0.10 of Node. And so that was kind of unknown that that was happening and and that is what caused basically all these jobs would stack up and be waiting to run but because this stuff was disabled like they would just sit and wait until the next tick would come and then you know it basically was flooding the CPU and they've got a graph in there and you can kind of see where it would just spike up to 100% and then just not work very well and they'd have to restart the server and stuff and and uh they just changed the call from process.nextick to set immediate and problem gone but it, it's a really good article on like how to kind of walk through and debug and and uh do all this kind of stuff in node so is this process.nextick a thing that they fixed inside of meteor directly no that's a i believe that's a node call Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but I'm saying, like, was this a problem with their app, or was it a problem with Meteor? Uh, in, in other words, was the, fi- was the fix inside of Meteor, or was the fix inside of their app? I think the fix lives inside of uh, Meteor, okay. or maybe in Node Fibers, one of the two. Yeah. That wasn't entirely clear to me from the article. Um, yeah. I guess the main reason I'm asking is it sounds like, I mean, I've had similar problems with our apps, too. I wonder, what do I need to do to get the benefit of this fix? Yeah, um, my I I believe this came out with zero eight three, so oh. I think that's all you really need to do is install zero eight three. Got it. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Nice. I don't think I have zero eight three on assistant yet. Isn't that bad? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Considering like I just I just saw an email that they're pushing hard. They feel like oh uh, nine RC eleven came out like yesterday maybe and they're Uh feeling like they've stomped all the bugs that they've heard about and so they're asking people to like push harder and find more bugs or you know we're going to put up with the buggy release if we don't all test it better (laughs) right yep that's Uh, true but i know ek8's going to burning man like monday so who knows maybe we'll see a release like this weekend oh interesting all right all right, next uh, post is one about why you should 
going to wait for Meteor 1 to start using it. So this blog post, the Unicorns and Rainbow blog, blog uh, talks about how, <clears throat> the big question is, production is it production ready? Is Meteor currently production ready? And of course, you've heard us say on this podcast before, yes, we've got, we've got 40 apps in production, uh, differential. Um, there are many, many apps in production at Modulus that we know about. So I think that uh, the answer is yes, it's production ready. Now, are there problems? Uh, yes, there are problems with every web framework. Um, is is Meteor new? Yes, it's new. And uh, does that make it worse or better? I I think it makes it better because you get reactive uh, for free, right? So, yes, use it. Um, Now, people remember the Mongo problems. um, 407, Oplog, uh, the Oplog update, uh, real simple solution to that. You use a database that has Oplog on it, which means going to Mongo, well, not Mongo HQ, Compose. Go to Compose. <laughs> use Compose IO um, to get your database. Don't use a shared database uh, that doesn't have Oplog turned on. Right. And and yeah, this is no difference. I uh, I used Rails at 08, so did the author of this article. And <laughs> <laughs> and we 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 survived. <laughs> we survived it. And yeah. so yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. yeah. Author is Josh Owens. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's unicorns and rainbows? Uh, the, it's the life that <clears throat> I live. Everything is unicorns and rainbows everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Yes. No problems at all. Yes. Nope, never. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I don't know. Like it was. I just keep seeing the same questions pop up on Quora, and so I just decided that. Yeah. Maybe I should turn it into something longer than just a two-paragraph Quora response. And uh, I, I even went back and linked, you know, uh, Jeff's uh, mention. He answered one of the Quora posts and talked about why it's production-ready as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, like, the, the core of this is 0.9 is going to be the biggest breaking change we're going to see between now and when 1.0 comes out. Excuse me. And... um it's coming out in days, you know, and I, I think as far as people's apps go, like it's, it's not going to be that painful. Like blaze was painful, but 0.9 is not going to be painful. I switched an app with no problems whatsoever. So, yeah. you know, I think, I think this is going to be a great time to jump on board, get in before 1.0, really dig in and learn things. And, and frankly, like if you're worried about bugs, I mentioned this in the article too, like the bugs get fixed. I mean, Meteor is committed, you know, they, they, they brought in strong loop and paid them uh, a bounty essentially to, to go fix a, a weird performance problem that everyone was having trouble tracking down. So, I mean, they're, they're committed to fixing this stuff and uh, you know, yep. bug, bugs are going to slip in, you know, Yep. it's going to happen. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, the key thing is it's ready for small and medium-sized apps. If you're building the next Facebook and you have the next Facebook and it's going to be, and you're ready to that level, then, yeah, maybe Meteor, you know, at, at the highest scale, there's going to be, that's where the biggest issues are going to still lie. You know, with Mongo sharding and stuff like that, it's all, um, you know, 
not too many apps have really reached that level so far, as far yeah. as I'm aware with yeah. Meteor. But but guess what? Your app's probably not like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ch- chances are if you're using Meteor and getting started on something, you don't have that much traction anyway. Right. Yeah, and by, yeah. By the time you get to that level, trust me, you'll have rewritten everything, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, uh, last one is bootstrapping with Meteor JS. Uh, I really like this story in particular. It was on Medium. Um, the guy Chad Kraus, Kraus. I don't. I probably butchered that. Um, he he's built an app called Kin K Y N, and uh, it looks like some. Um, uh, here they say that the mission is democratizing philanthropy. So uh, it looks like it has something to do with donating to charities and, and that kind of thing. Um, but he really walks through kind of his journey uh, with learning this stuff. Uh, in particular, like four years ago, I didn't know the difference between Git and GitHub. 18 months ago, I was at best a front-end hack. Last week, our startup, Ken, brought in its first revenue in the form of a $1,000 check. So he really talks about how you know, he's, he's been able to gain the skills he's needed to get a Meteor app written and walks through kind of the, the validation stuff that they've done. And you know, he started with Jekyll and then moved over to Meteor. And I, it, it's a pretty good article. I would recommend reading it if, um, if you have a few minutes. I'd love to see a new uh, name in the uh, <laughs> in the community. He also does a quick um, analysis of Meteor versus Rails, so we know how we feel about that. But it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I find that interesting too. Like that bit about I actually missed this in my first go through. Um, I, I find it interesting because I I would actually advocate that it's easier to hire someone to work in Meteor right now than it is to hire someone to work on, on a Rails app or uh Django app or something along those lines. Because no matter what, like the people that are doing Rails or Django, they can meet in the middle at JavaScript because, you know, everyone starts to learn that over time because you you I think it's naturally the way the web's shifting more like interactive front end stuff, and so um, I I just think you have a bigger pool of people to hire from. <laughs> yep. So yeah, all right, good stuff. What else we have to talk about? I guess that's that's pretty much it. Did you did you work on anything exciting this week, Ry? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yes. Too much to talk about, though. Nothing, nothing worth, nothing worth talking about in specific. Well, I, yeah, I guess I mean, we could talk a little bit about. Nah, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about that next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, now everyone has to tune in next week to hear That's what right. you wanted to talk about. Yeah, that was just a big joke. I don't really have anything to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I started on uh, Meeting Hero this week. That's been kind of fun to work on. So. Oh yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Big uh, Meteor app there. Absolutely. So. Yep, I didn't do too much coding this week, but next week I will. That's my promise to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Always next week. Yes, yes, yes. All, All right. right. Thanks, Thanks for everybody. tuning in, guys. Bye.